Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today is Best Served Podcast 358. Meet the team. Love, love. You know that this series is so important to me. With Zoe Schacht today, Tell Your Best Story, episode number 17 of this series. So meet the team right and i'm gonna say it every single time we talk about meet the team i am so grateful to be able to speak to all of you and have been for so many so many episodes yet it is not just me there's so many people that actually make this thing called best serve go bringing so many stories to the forefront acknowledging and recognizing so many stories so many different ways to to build businesses so i'm always excited anytime i can introduce you all to somebody new, and especially if they're on the team. And Zoe is somebody who came to us uh, from our friend Amanda Faison at Dining Out Magazine when we were looking to, you know, get this 86, 86, 86 challenge going. So no further ado, I want to bring in Zoe here to uh, to meet all of you. Zoe, good to see you. That's great seeing you. Yes. All right. So give us a, a little bit of background. You know, I mentioned, obviously, you're helping us with the uh, 86, 86, 86 challenge. I'd love to hear just kind of your your trajectory a little bit give us a little background yeah um i'm really young um i'm a college student um i'm a junior in college right now um should be done at the end of next fall hopefully fingers crossed yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm studying journalism currently um i love writing this is my second internship that i've done in college um i was working with dining out magazine with amanda phase on last year um, I'm currently the managing editor uh, for my school's paper, which is great. Oh, my cat is banging into my closet. Perfect. <laughs> my cat. We love that. Um, yeah, that's kind of a little bit about me. I'm from Colorado. I'm a Colorado native. Um, I love hiking and being outside, all that good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. That's that's so great. And a shout out again to Amanda. Just so much, and so many of the people that we've gotten to, to meet have been good people, connecting good people. And uh, and this is another uh, another example of that Camille also came to us via introductions from uh, from Amanda. So, all right, uh, journalism. You're you're like in it right now. You're learning about it. Uh, yeah. We are trying to evolve the journalist landscape, the food media landscape, with including more voices in the culinary narrative, allowing people the opportunity to to host their stories, to be able to bring their stories to life, which is so fundamentally important. Uh, they can speak for themselves of what their own human experience is, their personal journey, the love and joy, the pain and struggle, all of those things have been coming to the forefront. So uh, I'm interested from your perspective, what do you see? What What's happening in the journalistic landscape? What are you excited about? What are you petrified about getting into the potential job market? Like break it down for us a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, uh, journalism has evolved a lot over time. Um, you know, you started with like uh, your yellow journalism, which was like very muckrakery stuff in the early 1900s, uh, late 1800s. Ooh, um, we're getting a little history lesson. I like yeah, it. a little history lesson. Let's go, let's go. 
Um, and then what's considered the journalism renaissance um, was the 1970s. And you had like the Pentagon Papers, um, you had um, the New York Times lawsuit, there was a lot of libel laws coming into place and stuff like that. And that's mm-hmm. the golden age of journalism. I think we're about to go through another renaissance right now. Um, and right. I think in the midst of it, um, I think COVID really kind of proved to everyone how reliant we are on media. Um, no matter what, you want to know the news, you want to know the facts, you want to know the truth, and you want it from a reliable person. You don't just want someone coming in and saying something. You want to trust them. Um, and so I think right now, more than anything, we're seeing how important journalism is and how important it is to get it from a reliable place. Um, so I know that like the job market's tough with journalism. It's an incredibly competitive field. Um, but we're seeing more and more the importance for it. It's always going to be here. Um, it's just going to change a little bit. I think, I think we're going to see more podcasting. We're going to see more stuff like this. Um, mm-hmm. we're going to see a lot more multimedia elements, um, infographics. People are caring less about just writing. They want to see images. They want to see the full story. They want to understand the characters. Um, so I think it's going to continue right. to evolve, but I think it's going to stay. Yeah, absolutely. Our need to communicate and understand each other is, is always fundamental to, to who we are and story drives us so much especially as americans and and currently we're we're the most the biggest consumers of stories in the world right Mm -hmm. and so i think that's 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 very relevant it's also kind of embattled right now right there's a there's a lot of fake news there's a lot of struggle of understanding journalistic integrity and like what is a journalist and not like all of a sudden i'm a journalist i was like no i'm not (laughs) i'm not a journalist i and something completely different. We have no idea what the hell we're doing, but we are connecting right. people to stories. And so it's very interesting. Yeah. The responsibility, the accountability, the expectation of that is is very unique. One of the elements that makes this really challenging for you as somebody who's looking to go into that field is the economics of it, mm-hmm. right? And this was something that we tried to shift with the, the 86 challenge. I know a lot of professional journalists, great writers, mm-hmm. are getting paid fifty to seventy-five dollars just to slap together a listicle okay. of best this, best that, and they're half the time they're copying and pasting uh, several things. They're like, "Well, these three somebody else said were really good, or four other sources said are really good, and I only have the bandwidth to try one or two of them." Like, right? And it's a struggle. So either one of two things happened: we're we're not getting new vantage points of what is happening or that individual is saying i have personal integrity and journalistic integrity i'm going to go and spend my own money mm-hmm. to go out there and like bring new voices bring new businesses into the the limelight huge struggle there right yeah. huge challenge there that we're trying to to kind of face so like when you think about that the economics of it and you're going you know head first into this field what what, what are you thinking about? How are you trying to navigate that and understand that? Yeah, no, absolutely. It is something that weighs very heavy on my mind. Um, I actually started um, an IRA account this past year because I was like, I want to make sure. Grown I up have- stuff. Yeah, doing grown up, grown up stuff. Um, I want to make sure I have retirement um, because mm. it's something I do think about. Um, 
you know, and um, something I think about too is like, I have um, very specific, I like to follow journalistic ethics. Not every paper does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to be selective with where I'm working. And sometimes that means taking a pay cut. Um, you know, this 86 challenge was the first time that I ever wrote outside of my school's paper and was paid for something. Um, so oftentimes awesome. we work for free. Um, and that is something I think about quite often. Um, so wait, 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 we, we now in the long career that you have, just remember us little people when, when you're a, a famous writer, a famous author, a famous <laughs> journalist, and remember the first $86, save that check. Like the first dollar you hang up right? that you made in your business, uh, <laughs> That would be a profound honor of mine to like see that we started something with you personally, which would, which would be super cool. So yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand that there's, there's you trying to figure out how to navigate that space. And there's always this like pay your dues. Like if you have a story worth telling, should we value it? I I think we should value it. Don't you? Oh, a hundred percent. And I, I think more than anything where my focus lies is that, um, you know, I knew that when I was looking like into what kind of career I wanted to do, the big top priority of mine was I wanted to help people. I wanted to educate someone. I wanted to assist them. And to me, journalism is that you are advocating for the truth. You're advocating for your sources. You're advocating um, for the people who are being suppressed by a higher power and you're holding that higher power accountable. Um, It's almost like a government checks and balance entity, you know, where the only actual like infrastructure that is protected under the first amendment um were incredibly important and so to me that comes before my pay um that's just personally how i feel um i'm ready to be a starving artist and (laughs) (laughs) what is important to me um but you know i i think i i'm gonna have to hustle a little bit um for sure or just get a really good paying job <laughs> um but um i'm ready for probably it probably both I, probably both well so so here's something interesting I, we can hover on this for just a moment because we've been talking about this within the hospitality industry itself yeah. we sometimes do prey on our own passions because it is a, such a passion driven industry journalism very much akin to that when it comes to the love of hospitality and taking care of people and, and bringing your culture, your food, or, or your love of travel to, to the forefront, right? And so we've created a, a little bit of a system where there, there are some people that are making a lot of money off of these two industries. And so often it is not the people, the tens of thousands, the millions of people that dedicate themselves to this life, to being of service, it, either to, to serve that first amendment and the ability to bring stories and facts to the people or bringing just a delicious meal to make somebody have all the feels like there's something essential. We call it indispensable about that type of person willing to do that. We definitely prey on that a little bit and say, well, you have to be a starving artist. And we're like, why, why can't we show the value that that has and be able to figure out creative ways to bring that value to the forefront. So again, that 86 number was, it was playful. You know, 86 has has obviously connotations in the restaurant industry when you, you know, run out of an item that's been 86. Also, I want to challenge us to say, could we go kind of like a 90-day a challenge and, and go over this period of time and say, what would it take for us to be able to build something like this from the infrastructure standpoint? And what you've been really valuable in helping us with is understanding like, do we want to come up with our own style, like AP style? Obviously, that's very rigid, very detailed. We didn't necessarily want that, but we wanted to think about what is the composition that feels like the most authentic way 
to share the stories of these individuals uh, was was kind of what we've been going through. So I want to talk about that for a little bit now. Uh, yeah. For you, just high level, what's what's the experience been like, you know, being able to publish uh, probably like 15 articles or so that were kind of like your stories, your writers? What was that like at a, at a high level and working with, uh, you know, Sophie and, and the whole Best Served team? What's that been like for you? Um, I've honestly, I've loved it. Um, I think at first, um, I was and you don't have to say that it's just you and me right now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I genuinely have. I really have. Um, at first I was, I was slightly nervous that there wasn't like this direct format. Um, you know, everything I've ever learned is like, you follow this like step, then this step, then this step, and it right. has to follow these rules. And for the first time it was like, just let them be creative and just make sure it's grammatically correct. Um, so that was at first I was like, uh Oh, like, am I going to do this right? Like, is it going to be good enough? Um, but as I've gotten used to it, it's been honestly so relaxing. Um, I'm not like constantly just searching every sentence for like one error that like could really make or break the piece. Um, right. And so that's been really nice. It's kind of like a nice break from what I'm used to. Um, but more than anything, I've just loved reading the stories. Um, you know, this is something I value so much in in my own writing when I am doing journalistic writing is interviewing people you're supposed to let that voice shine through mm -hmm. and you're supposed to give them that voice as the writer and in this case you're letting these people write who may not know exactly how to do that but you're right. still giving them that platform and that opportunity and I think that's something that not enough people get to experience and I've really loved being a part of it. Good. Oh, I love hearing all that. You you basically said all the things that were the thesis of this, right. this coming about when when Sophie basically just said to me, I want us to have more articles. And so of course I go, well, let's think of the most wild and unbelievably lofty way to go about that. And this was it. And so one of the things that you talked about from a process standpoint, I'm very process oriented that I want to figure out how everything works and how to connect those dots. And we are making the rules. Mm -hmm. You know, we said there are no rules to what we're doing here. What would we do? What would it take to bring these stories to life? How could we do that in a meaningful way, but then also figure out some kind of system that's scalable? And, uh, you know, that's what we've been working on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And it's been really great collaborating with yourself and everybody because we've all been very open to questioning wait, uh, this doesn't quite work. The timing of this doesn't make sense. Wait, if we organize it like this, if we place certain elements in the article this way, if we if we schedule it on this day, but don't publish it till this day, like what does that look like? And right. everyone's been really open to that. And I wanted to foster that where there was this relaxed atmosphere. There was this hyper creative atmosphere. There mm -hmm. was this, there was this system uh, oriented uh, atmosphere, but not necessarily in a way that it, you had to follow this rigid system. We had to build it while we were going. And so I've been really grateful for you, especially you, you brought this very, like, I'm learning the scholastic things. Now you brought this very much. Here's what I'm learning today. Can we apply this? But you were also very good about being flexible and saying, okay, we don't have to do AP style. Like yeah. that works over here, but not necessarily here. So just wanted to give you a, a, a thank you for that because it's been yeah. really, really beneficial to the team as a whole and the process that we're building. All right. I want to talk about some of these specific stories because you're, you're right. Mm -hmm. I, I get to read them every single day and I'm devastated. I'm inspired. I, I, I laugh like all the emotions. 
Yeah, and, uh, and wanted to touch on that a little bit because you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. what, what, what are some of the stories? What are some of the, the elements? Who are some of the writers? Give us anything as far as your experience of the specific stories that you've been able to interact with. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've worked in the industry um, previously. I, I am a student, as I've mentioned, so I've, I've done the hosting job. I've been right. in the service industry. I've, I've done it a lot. Um, so some of the stories are just so relatable in that way. Um, it's kind of fun. I'm like, oh, you know, we had something like that at this restaurant or whatever. Right. Um, but I, I mentioned this to you before, the dear sous chef who could read my anxiety tells, that story actually brought me to tears. Um I like I was sitting in my room just like this, this exact setup, and I read through it and I had to just pause after um, because I just needed a minute. I just needed a second before I could keep going with editing and putting it up on the website um, because I, I think so often when people consume media, they forget that this is a real person. Yes. Um, this is a real yes. person telling the story, writing this. This is coming from their heart or their their brain or um, just wherever it's coming from, it's a real live person and these are their words. Um, and so this story was just so raw and human that like it, it just really brought me to tears. I was picturing this person behind their screen writing a story and just knew that they were feeling these emotions at one point in time very hard. And um, yeah, it just, it really moved me. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna make sure Sophie will definitely drop that that link to that article in the comments. Jasmine Parks Pap was the author there and was talking about being the executive chef and having a sous chef that could just really understand the emotional roller coaster that she was going through. And how do we all need that desperately? Because sometimes there's especially in you know in the hospitality industry, there's this tough guy, tough gal mentality. Like you have to like always be unflappable no matter what and she talked about like it's really hard like it's really hard and to have somebody that could just like read you and and uh, and be able to support you in those moments is, is really meaningful and you could also tell like two things about that story and, and so many of the stories i could tell that jasmine was not a professional writer and i could tell that jasmine was writing from the purest place you could ever write from just like this is me this is my experience i want to thank this person right it was almost like a, a love letter obviously it's very platonic but it was like a love letter and a thank you of gratitude that, that you were able to get me through this important pivotal time in my life yeah and so it was it was perfect like it was just so perfect that it wasn't flawlessly written yet it was perfectly written exactly yeah and i think that's really the beauty of like this challenge like i know at first i was like hey are we gonna follow this format the style is there a guideline um but kind of letting the writer's voice just be there and letting it just be their piece and they're all so different i think it just makes it even better at first i was hesitant to it um sure. just because it's not what i'm used to um mm -hmm. and you know, change is scary but um it, it's been really interesting to see it's been fun yeah oh it's good to hear yes uh we break everything at best serve. That's, like, <laughs> that's what we do. I just am like, there's one pure intent that we have in any of the initiatives that we do. And I was like, I want the stories of people who felt like nobody has ever given a shit about their stories to feel like exactly. there's a place for them. And that's, yeah. a, that's a huge challenge. The hardest part of the, about the 86, 86, 86 challenge was not the process, which we're figuring out and we, we, it was clumsy and we we didn't have a system and then we built one and then we broke it again then we built one then we broke it again yeah. it, getting people to believe that we care enough to publish their story and to believe that we're going to pay them 86 dollars people still after we told them all those things would like get the check and go 
I can't believe I got this check for $86. I was like, what are you going to do? Go buy yourself a steak dinner, pay your cell phone bill. Like it's right. you, like yeah. that, your story was worth that to us. Mm -hmm. And so, so that was been really, really great to see. So uh, this is amazing. It's been amazing to get to work with you. Uh, yeah. You got to work on one of our content campaigns as well and yeah. publish some articles there. More, more figuring out small ways to pay for creatives to do what they do. So it's mm -hmm. just been it's been really great uh, learning from you as much as being able to to bring you into the fold. So Zoe, Zoe Shacked, everybody, thank you so much for you. what you're doing. And remember us little people again, that yes. first $86 check. For uh, sure. You're doing big things. All right, Zoe? Absolutely. Thank you. All right, have a great rest of your day and, and yeah. hi to the cat too. Oh yeah, she's going crazy. <laughs> you wanted to be on with us. Just show us the cat. We want to oh, see the really? cat. Oh, Sophie wants to see the cat for sure. Yes, there we go. You, <laughs> you got your five seconds of fame there. All right, so you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you as well. Cheers. All right, everybody, that is it for this episode. Besser Podcast 358. Meet the team. You got to meet the editors from the 86-86-86 Challenge. What an absolute honor to work with each of them and all of them. What a collaborative effort that this has been. And how meaningful it's been to those we got to affect, those that got to write articles, those got to read articles. Mostly, I feel like myself and the team have been moved and changed forever by this process, by these stories, by these people. And thanks to all of you. If you read an article, if you wrote an article, if you sponsored an article, it matters. That's it. Appreciate you. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.